get your shit together. Ah, here we go. Welcome to all you doinks out there, and welcome back to another episode of Doinked, where myself, Josh, and Michaela will be going over everything that happened in this week's NFL, which, to be honest, was a shit show. Yeah, I mean, our predictions were kind of on... Hey, listen, I'm over 500. You're, you're That's all that matters. That's yeah. all that matters. Especially after picking the Bears, I'm over 500. <laughs> I was going to take a mulligan for the whole damn week, but whatever. Yeah. I'll take the 500. Yeah, we were talking about this last night when we were supposed to start recording. I apologize right now. I feel a sneeze brewing, so you might just hear a loud sneeze very shortly. I mean, nobody heard the plane last week, so... I know. know. We were told that, um, yeah, that plane never got picked up when it was loud as hell. This whole place was rumbling. Like... I thought something was going to fall. Yeah, the the mice in your walls were scared. I, mean, I know. They were scurrying. I like think crazy. people have heard that. Yeah, no, there's <laughs> definitely been mice a couple of times. Um, but anyway, uh, we are here to go over Week Seven and give our Week Eight predictions for the NFL season. Let's go over records for right now. Going into last week, uh, I was fifty-seven and thirty-seven. David was fifty-one and forty-three. Guest records, Michaela. Uh, come, came in a couple of weeks late, but she was 31 and 15, whereas Angela came in one week late at 30 and 32. Well, I think Angela got the 500 this week. Angela got two and over 500 this week. There we go. Sweet. But we will get back to our records later on in the show, but we're going to start off with Thursday night football. The Denver Broncos taking on the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland. Uh, a lot of us thought that that was a lock for Denver, considering, well, I specifically well, thought no, it was. I sure did. If you go back and you listen to because what we were of, talking about. Because of Bake injuries, and because and injuries, of injuries. the running game. But apparently the running game doesn't need Kareem Hunt, and it doesn't need yeah, Nick Chubb. They Nick can Chubb. be three running backs deep and still pull out a win. It, it was like, and it was funny, too, because De- Denver was out of this game. Oh, yeah. They were yeah. out of this game, and then they came out of halftime, and they go right down the field. Mm-hmm. Right down the field, and they score a touchdown. But then, what does the defense do? Does the exact same thing mm-hmm. allows yeah. Cleveland to go right down the field yep. and score a touchdown and basically cement the game at that point? Yeah, yeah. Case Keenum, twenty-one for thirty-three, one hundred ninety-nine yards with one passing touchdown. Teddy Bridgewater, twenty-three for thirty-three, one hundred eighty-seven yards, two touchdowns to one pick. It was a very, <clears throat> a very slow game in terms of passing yards yeah yeah but it wasn't anything spectacular but it was a fast game because the clock just kept moving yeah Mm -hmm. like the third quarter i I don't know if you guys have the stats there were two drives in the third quarter denver drove to score a touchdown cleveland drove to score a touchdown really that was it two drives in the third quarter i watched that game and i I was like i noticed that first and third quarters usually run a lot quicker not that quick I usually know, not that quick. There's usually incomplete passes. There's yeah. usually something that happens to stop yeah. the play. There were n- there was one commercial break in the third quarter. <laughs> and you know the NFL wants that commercial money. Yeah. And you know they were yelling at these head coaches like, throw an incomplete pass, <laughs> punt the football. It's like, mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. I sat there and I watched Thursday Night Football. I don't usually do. And I was watching it and I'm like, wow. Their quarters over. already done. Yeah, hmm. um, but the Cleveland Browns do pick up the victory, seventeen to fourteen, in this game. Up next, the first game from Sunday that we're going to talk about: the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Tennessee Titans in Tennessee. Wow. We so I know for certain, Michaela and I had Tennessee winning this game, but we thought it was going to be a tight game. We did not know that Patrick Mahomes would fail to score a touchdown in this game. His demons are still. It, 
it's him. Obviously, he's committing these turnovers. It's but that I, Madden curse. And it, well, it's also the defense. He's trying too much. He's trying too much because that defense is horrendous. Horrible. And then he, what did he have? He had an interception and he had, he fumbled twice, only lost it once, but still that's two turnovers for him. And he wasn't even in the entire game. He ended up leaving mm-hmm. um, in the fourth quarter with about eight minutes left. It's so. it's funny because now you're seeing all the memes of Derrick Henry. Oh, quarterbacks only win MVPs. Only quarterbacks can yep. win the MVP. I'm well, I guess Derrick Henry can do it all. Yeah. Derrick Henry we, is is honestly top of the list right now for MVP candidate. That's tough. That's Josh very, Allen's up there. Josh Allen's up there. You I got Brady it. up there. Brady's up there. Rodgers up there. Rodgers is up there. Um, the thing. That, but for a non-quarterback position, there's nobody else. That yeah, you exactly. Yeah, position. you can't put anybody else there except for him. If you if gonna, you take if you take quarterbacks out of the offensive player of the year which they do it's Derrick Henry yeah the well, they, they, they never give offensive player of the year to the quarterback they always give it to a receiver or a running mm-hmm. back because they know that they can't give those positions the MVP because of what the quarterback. quarterbacks yeah. do and how important I put that in quotes <laughs> the quarterback is yes um but the thing that was like we talked about this last week we talked about how like if this became a shootout like, there was no way that Tennessee could keep up. Mm-hmm. Tennessee never let it become a shootout. Exactly. They were up 27 to nothing at halftime. It was like, we didn't take into account, or at least I didn't, that Tennessee was just going to turn around, give the ball to Henry, and just be like, yeah, just kill these guys. Who's going to tackle him on that team? And I didn't yeah. even think about that. It's like, who's going to tackle him? The Honey Badger? The Honey Badger doesn't tackle anybody. <laughs> yeah. Chris Jones, he doesn't tackle anybody unless it's the quarterback and he's sacking him so this way he can get puff stats. Yeah, exactly. It, it's so bad. The, the the Chiefs may not make the playoffs. That's what a lot of people have been saying. And I mean, the, the West, let's see what Patrick Mahomes... The West Mahomes... right now is being run by Los Angeles and Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. Yep. And Denver's there. They're but tied I mean, with KC 3 and 4. KC. I like, know. Who would have... If we sat down at the beginning of the year... All right, beginning of all this, and the three of us sat down and we actually picked and combed through the schedule and came up with definitive finishes through seven weeks for every team. We're two weeks away from the halfway point. Yeah, mm-hmm. but if we had sat down and we said, okay, these are going to be the records for these teams based on the teams that they're facing, okay, and we actually broke everything down and we did this, there was no way through seven weeks we had the Broncos at three and four and the Chiefs at three and four. Mm. Yeah. No way. And I know the Chiefs have had a significantly tougher schedule and they've lost to some really good teams, i.e. the Titans, i.e. Baltimore, who wait till we talk about them. <laughs> but what? Three and four? Like with your five hundred million dollar man and Patrick Mahomes? This is what happens when you invest five hundred million dollars in exactly. one guy. Mm-hmm. And your defense, you got Honey Badger. And Chris Jones and Frank Clark, but what are they doing? Yeah, so you invested. You've invested. You can only put so many. You need an entire unit. You can't depend on one, two, three, or guys. No, yeah. exactly. And when it's you're not the NBA, you're investing sixty-five percent of your payroll into four one. guys. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say, but it's it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad, especially if he's out. Let's see what this can, this concussion keeps him out of the game, and if so, then they're. They've got nobody behind him. Nobody. Up next, the Washington football team in Green Bay taking on the Packers. The Packers pick up this game 24-10. Aaron Rodgers looks as he does, 274 yards, three TDs, but some 
really poor news coming out today. Um, don't know how long it'll be, but for this Thursday at least, um, the Packers are without their number one receiver. Devontae Adams is on the COVID-19 reserves list. How is that going to affect them on Thursday? Nothing at all. Nothing at all. The, the, Adams is clockwork. Uh, Adams, Rodgers. Rodgers is clockwork, in my opinion. Rodgers can throw to anybody on the catch. You just plug someone in. The, the question is, is will they catch the ball? Like, yeah. He has somebody in Devontae Adams, just like he had with Jordy Nelson, just like mm-hmm. he had with Donald Driver at the end of his career, with somebody that he could rely on when he threw the ball, that if it hit them in the hands, they were going to catch the ball. The question is, is these guys that they're going to be giving him these next couple of weeks, if Adams is out that long, are they going to be... They're not going to be as explosive as Adams. They're not going to run the routes the same way as Adams does. But Rodgers can throw them open. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. is Rodgers is so dangerous that he can throw you open exactly. even if you've got somebody covering you. Look at... I'm going to go back to last week when the Bears lost to the Packers. Devontae Adams was covered pretty well by Jalen Johnson. If you go back and you watch what Jalen Johnson did in that game, mm-hmm. he was covering Adams pretty well. He threw Adams open a couple of times. There's mm-hmm. nothing Jalen Johnson or, or Tavon um, Diggs can yeah. do. If you get thrown open, what are you supposed to do? Good quarterbacks can do Good that. Good quarterbacks can do that. And that's what Rodgers is going to do. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's the, just The matter. real question is how, how strong is the secondary of Arizona this week? Yeah. That's the big question. And how heavily is Green Bay going to rely on the run this week? Mm-hmm. Yep. Because they're be going to rely on the run. Yeah. I mean, you also have how how strong is Green Bay's defense to go against this explosive Cardinals offense. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. we will get to that when we give our predictions. Yes. This is the one we wanted to talk about. Up next, the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. Cincinnati picks up this game 41-17. to Takes the lead in the AFC North, too. They lead yep. the AFC North at 5-2, and two, tied with Baltimore, but they have the head The tiebreaker, yep. I did not expect this. Wow. This, this? You want to talk about MVP candidates? <coughs> Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow has to be in this discussion. Mm-hmm. He He's playing fantastic. He's playing fantastic, and you want to know what? He's back in conversation for Comeback Player of the Year. Well, he would never left the conversation, even if he had those down weeks. I mean, the comeback player of the year, in my opinion, is always down to like one or two players, and him and Dak were going to be those one or two players mm-hmm. this year. But him, is it Jamar Chase? I think uh, so. Jamar, uh, Jamal Chase. Jamal Chase, his wide receiver. They're the next big one-two duo in the NFL. Yeah, they are so oh in- my they are incredible to watch. And then, because um, Joe Burrow threw, I think it was like a slant route to Chase, and, and then gone. He, two guys dove at his legs and he was gone. Yeah, I was like 86 yards. Like, Incredible. Never even. And it, it it's also he's got one of the better backs in the league. He's got Joe Mixon behind him too. Yeah, he mm-hmm. does. They have a it, good three headed. They've got a three headed dragon in that, or we can say three headed tiger. Yeah. In that uh, organization. Yeah. It it it's insane because if we were trying to have this conversation three years ago that Cincinnati is going to be top of the AFC North by around the middle of the season. We'd all think you were drunk. Well, yeah. the, the funny thing is, is they have these cycles, Cincinnati. If you really go back and you look at Cincinnati's like history as a team, they did it in the '80s with Boomer Esiason. Okay, they weren't around in the '90s. I get that. But between the constant turmoil with the team, it is what it is. But when they had Andy Dalton as their quarterback, Dalton with Chad Ochocinco. No, it wasn't even with Chad. Actually, we no, AJ go Green with AJ Green. But now you even reminded me. 
John Kitna with Ocho Cinco and T and not TJ Hushmanzada. Um, oh my God, who was the other wide receiver on the other side? Was it Hushmanzada? I can't remember. I think he was, was on there for yeah, a while. Yeah, TJ Hushmanzada. So you had Chad Chad Johnson <laughs> and TJ Hushmanzada with um Carson Palmer. And that team was dangerous until Palmer took a helmet to the knee mm-hmm. against the Steelers when he threw a 91-yard touchdown pass. First first play, very similar to what happened to um, Carr when the Raiders made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So Cincinnati goes through these cycles. Yeah. And, and as a Bengals fan, you probably have like that nice four-year window you can look forward to. I think they're in their four-year window right now. I think they're starting their four-year yeah, window. Yeah, that's what I mean. Hopefully I they, they can actually win a playoff game. I, they haven't <laughs> won a playoff game since the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the odds are not I, in their I favor. Don't, I don't know. Hey, if they, hey, if they don't have to take on the wild card, if they don't have to take on the wild card, if they can, if they can be the number one seed and they can, they can get home field. God damn, that'd be insane. Because they're a very fun if team we, to watch. If we should see the Bengals as the number one seed, when you've got never would have expected this. When you've got LA, you've got Las Vegas, you've got fucking Kansas Buffalo, City. Kansas City, Baltimore, Baltimore, Baltimore. I mean. Anything can happen at this point. I mean, the, the season's proved it. The Bengals, the Bengals, who just wiped out the Ravens, lost to the Bears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Think about that one. Mm-hmm. Lost to the Bears. What? What? Now, you want to talk about a bit of a heartbreak for Dave? Uh, me. Carolina Panthers taking on the New York Giants. 25-3 to for the Giants. Okay. So- we all picked again. Okay. I'll say we all picked against the Giants and I put out there I will write myself into history right now I put out there watch it's going to be 31 to 3 and it's going to shut all us up it was pretty goddamn close yeah 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 it, it was you know what's the other thing fuck you Daniel Jones <laughs> he made one of the best catches of Pulling the an year OBJ. he pulled an Odell Beckham Jr. on Odell's old team the Panthers yeah no I, on New York on New OBJ York. used yeah, to be yeah, on, yeah, the, that's on right. the Giants he was on the Giants that's right I know. Um, I don't even know what to say. Like, like. First of all, is is the head coach of the Giants trying to kill Daniel Jones? Like, is he trying to? I mean, he's already knocked out so many other people. I mean, is Jason Garrett trying to kill Daniel Jones? Just go back. I want to look at the evidence. You mean Joe? Oh Ju- uh, wait, Jason Garrett. He's the head coach. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. So he has Daniel Jones do that scramble two weeks ago, and I. I don't think Daniel Jones cleared concussion protocol before they put him back on the field because he was not stupid. And then he decides he's going to run a wheel route with his with his quarterback. And he, I think he told the running back to un, to overthrow it so this way that he could be completely laid out. So this way that the safety could come across and absolutely clean him out. He's. I really think Jason Garrett has like a John Wick bounty. On <laughs> Daniel Jones' head. Daniel Jones' head. He's, he's trying to cash in that coin. And he's trying to get everybody to cash in their coins to kill Daniel Jones. That poor kid has taken the hardest hits. Yeah. And and the bastard still gets up. He gets up. I mean, last year when he was trying to run to the end zone, he tripped oh. over his own Oh, he fell over his own feet. Oh. That was heartbreaking. You see the size of his eyes. And, and that his, his, that was against the Eagles. Yeah, his offensive linemen are in the back with their hands up like it's a sure touchdown. He's like, just kidding. Watch us. Watch us. I'm going to Watch me. I'm going to fall. But yeah, you know what? Daniel Jones. All right. I, I see you. I-, I see how this is working. Okay. I'm a little hurt. <laughs> I stood by you when you were getting your head kicked. Let's see how in. much you run with the Giants yeah, let's, for the next let's few see. weeks. 
Damn Up next, it. the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Miami Dolphins in Miami. A last-minute field goal wins the game for Atlanta, 30-28. Tua looked good in this game, though. He did. I mean, he, he did. did throw two <clears throat> two picks, <clears throat> Yeah. but he also threw for four touchdowns, 32 completions, 291 yards. Uh, Pretty efficient. Very efficient. Yeah. 80% efficiency. Yep. Um, 291 yards, just under 10 yards each completion. Yep. That's a solid performance for a quarterback in a losing battle. Every single touchdown, every single score, he was part he of. came part, he yeah. was part of. And the thing is, too, like we were mentioning last week, I mean, I primarily took the Falcons knowing that the Dolphins had the layover coming back from London, mm-hmm. so they were going to be tired. And, and the I believe Ant- Atlanta was on, on a bye, bye week. So I really think everything played into the Falcons' hands here. Mm-hmm. But have the Falcons won any game that didn't involve a last-minute field goal? This season, I feel like every one of their games has involved a last-minute field goal that they've won. Like when they won in, when they won in, then they they went to London, yeah, yeah. and they lost to the Jaguars. Yes, they yep. lost to the Jags in the last second after field goal. a last minute last after minute a last-minute field, last yep. field goal. I mean the 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 only game that I oh no they didn't lose to the Jaguars. The Dolphins <laughs> lost to the Jaguars in a last-minute right. field goal last week because the Dolphins Atlanta beat back. the Jets. Atlanta beat the Jets, and I think. That was on like a last minute play, last or minute like touchdown, that. last minute field goal, something like that. So the only one that I I know for certain, and I know this as an Eagles fan, um, we blew them out week one. It was yeah. like thirty one to six, I think was yeah. the score. <clears throat> yeah, but, but still, everything else has been super close for them. I just I just feel like um, the Falcons are like one of them kind of like <clears throat> the Falcons are kind of how um, Detroit played for a little while, where everything came down to a few points here and there. Yeah, I mean Detroit's I think still playing that way. I think Miami probably should have won this game if. Who wouldn't throw that pick in the end zone mm-hmm. yeah. um, at the half? Um, yeah, if that if that came down with six, yeah, if, you, if they came away with at least six at that, that that would have uh, sealed the deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would have forced uh, the Falcons to have to go for the six as opposed to the three. <clears throat> Up next, the New York Jets taking on the uh, New England Patriots in New England. The first fifty burger of the year came to the Rook himself. Mac Jones. It would have been better if it wasn't against the Jets. Were you actually going to score 50 points against anybody else, though? No, but listening to it, I was listening to 95, the sports hub, and I just kept hearing, (coughs) touchdown. Two seconds later, touchdown. Interception. Touchdown. I'm just like, this is incredible. And then it's like, but it's up against the second string. Zach Wilson's knee got messed up, though. Yeah. How much time do you think he's missing? I don't know. I don't. I don't. They haven't remember. said anything. They haven't said anything. Cause just it didn't look good. No, it didn't look good at all. It, it. I mean, I couldn't tell you. It all depends on what it is. If it's if it's a sprain, maybe five to six weeks. That's pretty much if, the rest of the season at this point. Why it, not just sit him? Yeah. Why are you gonna put that kid up to slaughter? Kill Joe Flacco. That's true. They picked up Flacco. I know. I saw that too. <laughs> just kill Joe Flacco. Yeah. Go for it. Go for Flacco. Flacco yeah. used to play for that team. He knows that organization. Let them run with it. Yeah, exactly. Screw it. Maybe they can win a second or a third game. Who knows? <laughs> what are they Maybe they can win a tear and they make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting. Oh, Seven seed wild card. <laughs> Any uh, other thoughts on these Pats, though, Michaela? I mean, they're your team. Yeah. I, the thing is, is I, if it wasn't for Jamar Chase, I'd say maybe Mac Jones would be rookie of the year. Um, because he's playing great. What did he have? He was 24 for 36, 307, two TDs. Um, He's got a hell of a completion percentage. He's, he's out of all these rookie quarterbacks, he is one of the best, if not the Sorry, best. Dave. What? Um, he has a better coaching staff. As 
It's true. He's got Josh McDaniels, and he the play calling right now for him, the kind of quarterback he is, is working for him. And they're like we were talking about upstairs. They're against these lesser teams, but also better teams. They're throwing in these trick plays. Yeah, like the play that uh, born born to Nelson Aguilar. And that touchdown, like, they're throwing in these plays for him. And also, the running game is not horrible. No. Damian Harris is running the ball really well and efficiently, so I think it's also helping him. Then once you get play action in there and he gets more comfortable, he tucks the ball. And so I think he's playing great, and I think the offense is okay, and the defense is pretty good too, but at the same time, it's... So if we're gonna if we're gonna do any comparisons right now, if we're mm-hmm. gonna compare quarterback classes to quarterback classes, okay, I'm gonna consistently go to the Mitchell Trubisky argument and the Justin Fields argument, okay? Because they're the last two quarterbacks the Chicago Bears have drafted. Mm-hmm. Okay, in those drafts, you had Sean Watson, Patrick Mahomes, and Mitchell Trubisky. Those are the three quarterbacks taken, right? Mm-hmm. What happens if those quarterbacks change teams? And Trubisky's put in a system that he's allowed to succeed in. Mm-hmm. He's allowed to actually perform in and do the things he's good at. Which he showed in his rookie year when he, well, his, not his rookie year, his second year, when he led the Bears to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He had the highest quarterback rating, highest quarterback efficiency rating in all the NFL that year because he was able to get a good running game. He was able to play off a of play action. He was able to use that athleticism. Mm-hmm. Okay? He didn't have the greatest coaching staff in the world, but Matt Nagy was new, so people didn't have him figured out yet. There was no mm-hmm. way to, pigeon, to put him in a box and be like, okay, this is what Matt Nagy does. We can figure it out. Now we can beat him. Okay? Yep. It's weird, but. There's a lot of comparison in that draft class to where people got drafted to this draft class. Because who says that Mac Jones doesn't suck in Chicago like Justin Fields yeah. right now is sucking because he doesn't have a coaching staff. Like If Justin Fields lands in New England, is he up for conversation for of course quarterback? He is. Yeah. Of course he is. It's all in relation to the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Like you've got in twenty seventeen. In Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, and Mitchell Trubisky get drafted. Patrick Mahomes goes to Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. Sits behind Alex Smith for sits a year. Sits behind Alex yep. Smith for a year and is learning. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson kind of gets thrown into the fire. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Mitchell Trubisky starts after week four. But Deshaun Watson getting thrown into the fire was already at, an, with again, a piss poor Houston team. A piss poor Houston team with really good weapons. And he's he's a talented yeah. quarterback D-Hop too was, physically. D Help was already in the league by then. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he had things in place where mm-hmm. Mitchell didn't. Okay. Now we're gonna fast forward to this 2021 rookie year. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're looking at Trey Lance, who again isn't really doing much. He's, I think he's still San, injured the, too. The San Francisco team is a mess right yep. now. Yeah. Um, Based on injuries alone. Zach Wilson, who's getting absolutely killed every time he drops back. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Who's in a shit situation himself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I rookie, mean, rookie coach, rookie head coach, uh, rookie quarterback, and you got a head coach who wants to be. Looks like he's trying to get fired. Like we joked around this about two weeks ago when you were here, how he was just grinding up on people. I know. And you had to take him and get him to London, so this a way the literal Jaguars different can win country. A game, and they ended up winning a game, and they can't lose two in a row because they didn't have a bye week. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they had a bye week, so technically they're coming into this on a two week undefeated streak. And well, they're gonna get their asses smacked up this week. Yeah, but, you know, but. The issue in the issue is when you're going to compare these quarterbacks is you mm-hmm. have to look at everything else around these oh, quarterbacks. Oh, exactly. Okay. Mac Jones is coming into Bill Belichick, the greatest head coach of all time. And Josh McDaniel is one of the greatest offensive minds of all time. I would love to see Justin Fields on the Patriots because his dual ability to run and to throw. But Mac Jones has that ability too. He, yes. He's not the best runner, but he. But that's the thing is everyone everyone talks about Fields being able to be like this great runner. He wasn't a great runner in Ohio State. He just ran when he had to. Yeah, Fields was good at just play action, mm-hmm. reading the field, 
throwing the ball to the open man. That's what he did. And it's like, yeah, okay. That's a very Ohio State thing. Exactly. And, I mean, look at some of the quarterbacks who have come out of Ohio State. I mean, I can go all the way back to when Craig Krenzel was taken and when, um, oh, God, it was another Chicago Bears quarterback that that they took. I can't remember his name. But... They've always they've always had good quarterback play and good running back play, so there's always been a good play action play. So when they mm-hmm. come into the league, they're going to be good play action quarterbacks. So that's just my two cents because Mac Jones should win, should win offensive rookie of the year at this point. Yeah, when it comes to rookies, the situation it's around you is just as important as are you actually a talented yeah individual. So I agree with you. Is Ryan Leaf really a bust if he doesn't go to San Diego? If he goes to Indianapolis versus San Diego and Peyton Manning goes to San Diego versus Indianapolis, is, is you mean Ryan Eli? No. No, Peyton. No, no. Oh. I'm talking about Peyton Manning draft where oh, okay. Peyton Manning went one to Indianapolis. That's mm-hmm. right. And Ryan Leaf went two to San Diego Chargers. And Ryan Leaf became a bust. Peyton Manning went on to do what Peyton Manning did. Mm-hmm. Okay. What happens if the roles are reversed? What happens at that point? What happens if Eli goes to San Diego? And Philip Rivers goes to New York. Do they see the same success that they saw? Mm-hmm. It, what if what if Ben Roethlisberger is in one of those spots too? Because Ben Roethlisberger was supposed to go to New York that year. Mm-hmm. New York was very high on him. He ended up falling. There's a lot of what ifs, and exactly. we're just throwing it out there. And this is stuff that you all can comment on. You know, it's a fun conversation. Up. It's a fun conversation to have. So, so here's a, here's a whole over overarching conversation. We can have it for an entire separate episode if we wanted to. Our the highest rated quarterbacks destined to fail, i.e. like the number ones. The Are you talking about the twos. highest drafted? Yes. Well, I'm saying highest rated in, in college because they're going to go number one, number two. But oh, they're okay. going to those losing organizations. That's Are they good, destined good, to fail? That is a good conversation because there's, there's because arguments for both sides. Exactly. You got Peyton Manning. Me if I'm wrong, Peyton Manning. Dan Marino. Mm-hmm. Actually, Marino wasn't Baker number draft. one. D- Baker Mayfield's a number one mm-hmm. pick, but then you have uh, Javakis Russell. You have Ryan Leaf. You have um, well here. Here we go. Here bounces this off. Uh, Joe Burrow. Yeah, number one in twenty twenty. Yeah, he came into the league in twenty twenty, which was the most on its ed- on its head season we've ever had in the NFL. Yeah, but he didn't get a full season either. He did. Yeah, he got hurt. Unless the building blocks are already started for these organizations, if a quarterback is drafted number one or number two overall, as part of the rebuild, are they destined to fail? Okay. That's a good conversation. We should definitely have that. And you all should have it too. Yeah. (laughs) Give us your input and we'll bring it back to the table at another time. Yes. I wish we could skip over this game, but Philly in Vegas. um, Eagles lose this game 33 to 22. I've seen a trend lately where the Eagles come out hot and then they fall way back and then they start to kind of come back a little bit, but it's never enough. You can never get over that. We barely did it against Carolina when we did and we couldn't. We went down. I think this. I think we went down 28 to 7 in this game or something like that. We kind of started to crawl back, but we could only get to that 22 points. I mean, Vegas continued to punt, punch us in the gut. It hurts, man. It hurts. Really? We'll, we'll, we'll talk about well, what hurts and we'll all We'll talk that. about what hurts. All I know, all I know is that 
the Raiders are five and two, <laughs> and they're two and zero oh since firing. Is it? I was gonna yeah. say. I thought they were gonna implode. We thought they were I gonna implode. So. Okay, here's another conversation we can have right now. <laughs> are the Raiders better without Gruden? No, they're not. They're not. They're not better. They, that one week that they lost when they had the distraction because of it, and they lost to the Bears. Whatever. How the Bears have wins over two teams that got five wins right now makes no sense. Um, but that week was a mulligan in my eyes. They're not better without Gruden. Because Gruden, he granted, I think he Are can be go? a distra- distraction in some senses, but his football knowledge and what he can give. Well, well, I think well, my thing it. is. When I say are they better without Gruden is the question of are they going to use this John Gruden and are they going to try and say, you know what, screw it. We don't need Gruden and they're going to win the West. Is that something they might do or are they going to finish the season average? They're going to finish the season average. I think you're going to see them fall fall back down to earth. I think they're just kind of riding a high right now. Yeah, they're probably like, oh, you think... John Gruden's you gone. You think John Gruden's the brilliance behind this? Watch yeah, look, what we can exactly. Do now. Derek yeah. Carr wants to be, I can be just as good or better without him, but I think you're right. They're riding a high. Something's going to happen. Something's going to break, and then they'll, it, they'll just lose They'll it, lose their... It takes one play going the other way on them, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's just like a snowball. Like, yeah. When is this thing going to finally stop, and do they honestly have the people in place when something bad's happening to make it stop? This is the thing about Gruden. He's a deplorable human being. But he had the pulse of the locker room. Yeah. Okay? No matter what locker room he's been part of, whether that was a commentator for ESPN, whether that was the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, whether that was coming back and being the head coach here over in the Raiders, or even when he was with the Raiders the first time, he always had the pulse of the locker room. He was always able to turn when things seemed like they may have been going wrong and fix things. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, again, deplorable human being. Things he said shouldn't be said in any kind of context. But I, I, I don't know if the Raiders are going to carry this the rest of the season. Yeah. I don't know. We'll definitely see. I mean, we're two weeks away from the midpoint. So we'll, we'll, we'll see in a couple of weeks kind of where we're standing. Yep. Up next, Detroit Lions taking on the Los Angeles Rams. It was a revenge game on both sides. Yes. Technically, Matt Stafford versus Jared Goff, but flip-flopped. This game was very close. Buddy, we had a 50-burger for the Rams when we talked about this. Uh-huh. Like, the Lions stood in this game. They were up in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. I thought for a second the Lions could win this game. I, I thought think they could get their first W of the year. It would have been nice. I think it would have been a good storyline if they did, but I just think... At this Rams team is dangerous. This, in the fourth quarter, just I think Matt Stafford... Stafford does, and Cup. He is clutch like granted he was been on the Lions team that have lost a lot but he is a great quarterback and when it comes to pressure I feel like now he has the talent around him especially the coaching staff so now he's like I I don't have to be afraid to do this without Mm -hmm. especially with my defense I think he's I think you hit the nail on the head with coaching staff he had talent in Detroit yeah he had Megatron Megatron he had plenty of running backs he had plenty of talent he just didn't have a coaching staff yeah he's coming over here to Sean McVay um, and they speak the same language. Mm-hmm. They're about the same age. Mm-hmm. Like they they get along, and it's one of these things. He's got a connection with Cooper Cup, and he's able to do what he has to do to 
preserve or go out and win games. Look at what McVay did with Goff, and Stafford is clearly a more talented quarterback than yeah, Goff. Yeah, and it was proven. And, in this and game. McVay yep. led Goff to a Super Bowl. A Super Bowl. Like, in in where they were suspected to be the greatest team in the NFL that year. Yeah, but I mean, it it's showing what Goff is though. Goff's gonna make those mistakes. Goff's gonna cost mm-hmm. his team. He's gonna well that the clutch. that comes up. My defensive player of the week is Jalen Ramsey because he had that oh, yeah, interception. He, he mm-hmm. had to get the interception, and he made the play. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, I'll be honest with you. I didn't even pick a defensive player of the week yet. I didn't think about that. My offensive player of the week go way back, way, way, way back. I have Derrick Henry. Let's, oh, we'll just... I meant to say Jamar Chase when we were talking about yeah, the Bengals. You, had, you, had mentioned you mentioned Jamar Chase, you but Jamar you never Chase. mentioned. Uh, yeah. Dang it. Before. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'll get to my offensive player of the week, but my defensive player of the week, because he made the play, he sealed the win. I can definitely agree it's, with that. Because they were running. They, they were, he caught it and he intercepted it in the end zone. The Lions were driving, and yep. they would have, granted, if they made the field goal, they would have went up in the fourth quarter with a couple minutes left. So. And the, and, and the thing is, is you know, where, where I'm going to compliment the Lions big time in this game is something we talked about upstairs. Stealing possessions. Mm-hmm. You're playing a team who is clearly better, better than yep. you. Okay? Yep. It is a team like Michigan versus Appalachian State. Okay? Does anybody remember that game? I think it was in 2007. No. Okay. So when college football creates their schedule, when big conference teams like Michigan... Hello, Angela. <laughs> or Michigan State. Hello, Josh. Mm-hmm. I think they've got a game this week, don't they? I think so. Yeah. Um, or USC or whatever. Mm-hmm. They always put these puffer games at the beginning of the season. You face a Division One AA team or something like that. So, um, Michigan was going up against Appalachian State. Appalachian State kept stealing possessions. Appalachian State beat the number three ranked Michigan Wolverines with a blocked field goal at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. They beat them. Clear as day. But how did they do it? Stealing possessions. What did the Lions do in this game? Stole possessions. Mm-hmm. Go for it on fourth down. Fake, fake punts. punts. Fake I think punts. they had two of them, yeah. yeah. you got to do it when you're facing better teams. We're going to talk about a team that clearly didn't do it. Were they given the opportunity? No. But they clearly didn't even try it. The Lions did it. I gave them a ton of credit mm-hmm. for it. They were an outmatched team through and through. Okay. And they were up. They were up. And they were and up. They in just this game. couldn't. They, they just up. can't finish it. And I want them to win so bad for yeah. Dan Campbell. Yeah. I want it to happen. I don't want them to win this week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. Yep. All right, Dave. Oh, hey, wait. Well, look at this. We're here. Wow. The Chi Town Bears taking on the, the Tampa Bears. Bay Gronkineers. Well, they're not the Gronkineers. No, he's not there. He's hurt. Yeah. The Tampa uh, Tampa Brady Buccaneers, thirty-eight to three over the Chicago Bears. Dave, what is there to say? What, what, I mean, what do you? What can field I? Field sacked four, turns over five. He has a piss that, poor game. One of them was not his fault, and we were talking about this upstairs. When you tell your rookie quarterback. That there is twelve men on the field, and just chuck it. Can can they just not count? Do they not know how to count? Math is hard. Except, You're talking to an accountant, man. Yeah, math is hard. Uh, except for the point where uh, there's a when you can. When you're on the sideline and you don't have to pay attention, well, you do have to pay attention to everything that's going on on the field. But you can at least count how many other helmets there are. The colors are not, not even, even close. The, they're not even on the field. 
the offensive coordinator for the Chicago Bears is up in a booth. Yeah. He's looking down at the field. So he gets an aerial view of how many people are on the field. Like, what? Now, he didn't throw who under the bus who told him. Yeah. He didn't say if it was the head coach or if it was the offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. He didn't throw anybody under the bus. But we all know play calling duties was switched over to the offensive coordinator mm-hmm. because Matt Nagy sucks. <laughs> okay. Zero see much better right now? I don't know. It really wasn't given much of an opportunity. I mean, okay, I pounded my chest. I picked the Bears over the Buccaneers. It is what it is. I'm going to pick the Bears every week. I've told you guys that. It's just what it is. I'm a loyal fan through and through. I will mm-hmm. take the loss every week and be happy when the win happens than rather pick against my team and they freaking shock me and they beat mm-hmm. a team like the Buccaneers. Okay? <coughs> <In> New York. <laughs> Fuck Daniel Jones. <laughs> so, here's where I'm going to... St- where I'm going to leave it with the Chicago Bears. And you guys can throw whatever stats you want out. I don't know if you guys actually watch the game or anything. I do have an interesting stat, though. Go ahead. Um, the Bears this year are averaging more rush yards than throwing yeah. yards. Yep. Yeah, it tells you all you need to know. All you need to know. That's... We were talking about having offensive... Minded. Offensive people around to help people succeed. Mm-hmm. And Justin Fields just doesn't have that right now. There's also a really piss poor culture in Chicago. It, it, so, when Aaron Rodgers goes and does the belt, and fans are swearing at him, and he says, I own, own you, you motherfuckers. Yeah. And Bears players go on and defend that instead of saying shit like, no, we should punch him in the mouth next I time. I didn't he's know in the about field. that. I didn't hear yeah, about Cole that. Cole Komet's like, oh, yeah, you know, he does. He's had a great <gasps> record against us. Matt Nagy's like, oh, yeah, you know. You don't say that. that. You, do, you don't defend you do, your biggest You do realize that you have a player, as great as Aaron Rodgers is, as great as he is, I picked him to be my MVP. Mm-hmm. He's a great player. But for him to go and say, I own you, MFs, to a fan base of the team, of the family that started the NFL. So what you're basically saying is that Aaron Rodgers owns the NFL. Is what you're saying in, you know, hyperbole yeah. through associative <laughs> mathematics. <laughs> Going back to math, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, this team has no spine. It has no spine. You have a player, Bilal Nichols, who throws a cheap shot and gets thrown out of a game. Do you know the Bears are the number two team in the NFL since Matt Nagy's been the head coach for people being ejected from games? Yeah, I think I knew that. Okay. They're number two. I did not know that. The only team ahead of them are the Miami Dolphins. And that was because Ndamukong Sue couldn't stop getting Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah. Okay. Ndamukong just... Yeah. yeah. But this is just embarrassing. It's embarrassing that you go and lose the way you do to Green Bay. A game where you were in it last week against Green Bay. Okay. And then you essentially say that, yeah, and then he does he own He scores us. a touchdown. I own you, mother effers. I own you. Yeah, you're right. He kind of owns us. Da, 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 da. And then you give up. Check. You give up. 38 points. Five turnovers. You give your offense no chance. No chance whatsoever in this game. At all. Your defense is given no chance mm-hmm. because it's just short field after short field after short field. Yet somehow, the Buccaneers who have the number one rushing team, number one rushing defense, haven't given up a 100-yard rusher I think since the beginning of last season, a rookie running back in Khalil Herbert went for 100 yards in this game for the Bears. 
Yeah, right on the dot. 18 right carries, 100 dot. yards. 100 yards. Couldn't block anybody. Couldn't pick up a blitz. Ran for 100 yards. You're running the ball very well. Clearly, you're not doing much else, though. Yeah. I mean, you lost Robert Quinn. He was on the COVID list. Akeem Hicks wasn't playing. Yeah, you're missing big pieces of a defense that I think could have kept him more in the game. But mm-hmm. then therein lies the same conversation we just had. You can't depend on a few guys. You can't. Yeah. No, you can't. But the Bears, most of their payroll is on that defensive side. Okay? Mm-hmm. But you can at least do things. You-, you can you can make it better. Like. When you have players like Robert Quinn and Akeem Hicks on the field, it allows you to not have to watch Khalil Mack where these fans who don't really pay attention to the games go, where was Khalil Mack? Yeah. Okay, there's the right tackle. Okay, there's the left guard. There's the tight end. Oh, and the running back's chipping him. Oh, so he's got four guys blocking him on every play. Okay. What is one guy going to do? What's one guy going to do against four guys when nobody else can win their one-on-ones? Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's just not fair to Khalil Mack at that point. You have Robert Quinn on the other side. You can't do that. You mm-hmm. have Khalil, you have Akeem Hicks in the middle. You can't do that. You have to allow Khalil Mack one-on-ones. And at that point, what does Khalil Mack do? He takes over games. He mm-hmm. did it against the Raiders. Last year against the Bucks. he did it against the Bucks. He's done it multiple times in his mm-hmm. career with Chicago, mm-hmm. with the Raiders. If you leave him one-on-one, he's going to own you. It doesn't yeah. matter who your left tackle, who your right tackle is. It's just simple as that. Um, the only thing that I can really leave this at is two positives came out of this game. Two. And only two. The last second goal line stand when the Buccaneers were trying to run up the score, mm-hmm. the Bears stopped them fourth and goal. And Matt Nagy has COVID. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Maybe you they'll laugh. do better without him. But two positives. That is it. <laughs> it's actually a positive. It is a positive. Um, moving on to the Houston Texans taking on the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals ran away with this game, thirty-one to five. It, it's yeah. There, there's no offense or buts about it. The Arizona Cardinals right now are the best team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And a guy we're forgetting about for MVP, Kyler Murray. Yeah, I know. Kyler's right. I know he's short too. and he hides behind everybody. But he's representing us short people. He you is. go, yeah. Kyla. And and a big big shout out on my my side here. Uh, Zach Ertz first touchdown oh, yeah. for the Arizona Cardinals. Do you see that he's big still up. wearing the Eagles? Yeah, he's still wearing the Eagles yeah. band on him. I, I listen. Birds through and through. Birds through and through. Both birds. <laughs> we got the cards and the uh, the Eagles for him. Yep. Um, he was a leading receiver for the Cardinals, I too. I know. I know. And we were talking about how many targets he was going to see with all those weapons. I love this kid. He, he's so he's good. He's so good. He's so good. He's a good and, human and, and everything. And he's a he's a great person. Mm-hmm. I'm honestly happy if there's anything to take away. If the if the Eagles can't do anything this year. They're not going to. I told you they're tanking. I know. <laughs> I want to see Zach Ertz flourish mm-hmm. because he deserves it. Yeah, he does. He's that good of a tight end. Yeah, no. he's most certainly does. I mean, he's already got the one ring. Mm-hmm. I think he's in line with a team like this that he could... For a second. For a second. Yeah. Um, I was just happy to see the numbers he put up. I was just like, wow, short man is looking for his tight end. Yeah, mm-hmm. first first game in it. Yeah, on National Tight Ends Day. There yeah. you go. He represented out for everybody. Sunday night football, we had the Indianapolis Colts against the San Francisco 49ers, where the Colts pick up the victory 30-18 to in this game. San Fran looked great at the beginning of this game. Um, Carson Wentz. Okay, he, let's talk about... Not my quarterback! Let, well, no, but let's talk about... So here's why I say not my quarterback. What was this kind of Patrick Mahomes kind of flip he oh, tried I to know. do directly into the hands of the... of the? Uh, 
sir, it is raining. You are falling. You, what are you thinking Hold with this? Hold the ball. Take the loss of yards. Don't give the ball up. I, I'm... It was a hilarious looking play. And then... I mean, it's the equivalent to the Mahomes interception he threw against the Ravens. Yeah. Yeah. Equivalent. And then... And then they just started rolling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just became an absolute dumpster fire for the 49ers after that, though. And yeah. Jimmy G throwing two interceptions. And they both... Both teams lost two fumbles, too. It was just a wet, a rainy, mess. messy game. Yeah. What was that... Um, rain game that we had last year that was san francisco versus washington right it was nine to nothing was the final score yeah it was the mud bowl um that on these real grass fields yeah so what's gonna happen it's gonna get even worse Mm -hmm. yeah because this one was in san fran too Mm -hmm. i think that other one was in san fran as well yeah monday night football the new orleans saints taking on the seattle seahawks both quarterbacks did not throw a pick but it was not a it was not a clean game no it was they they were running between fifty and sixty percent completion percentage in this game. It's Jameis Winston, that's what you're gonna get. <laughs> yeah, and and Geno Smith. Yeah, yeah what? like seriously, you're lucky. The, the biggest 50%. play in this was I think it was an eighty six or eighty four yard oh, house yeah, ball for Lockett. DK. I think or was I, it DK? It, I think it was Metcalf. I think Might so. Have DK. Uh, regardless, that was the only touchdown scored by Seattle in the game. Um, I mean, Jameis, I believe threw for one. I don't yeah. think it was a rushing. Um. But again, it was it was a mess of a football game. Well, I mean, it tells you the difference in Seattle when they don't have Russell Wilson. I know. Yeah. Oh, offensive player of the week, Tom Brady. By the way, if he's gonna destroy my team, I'm gonna. Get <laughs> okay. Touche. So records at the doors of Week Seven. I have picked up another couple of games on Dave. It is sixty-six and forty-one for me, and Dave is fifty-eight and fifty-one. Our guest records are thirty-eight and twenty-one for Michaela and Angela. 38 and 37. Woohoo! There we go. Yay. So five, we go. what was it, six weeks? Doesn't matter. Five, six weeks to get she into did the it. positive. Guess, guess what? I honestly think we have to give her more credit. She has taken the Lions every, every week. Seven of her losses six are of the Lions. Six of her losses are, are the, the Lions. Lions. Think about that. That is a diehard fan. I am right there with you, Angela, because I'm going to lose a lot of games this year because of the Bears. <laughs> I have lost a lot of games for the Eagles already. Uh, four. No, you lost four. Four. You lost four because you went against your own team. I did. You know, is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Gotta play with my head sometimes. <laughs> Didn't this week. Um, Thursday night football. Green Bay Packers taking on the Arizona Cardinals. Before picks. Is this the best Thursday night game so far this year? Yeah. Easily. Okay. I think it will Easily. Win. Now, you know how a couple of weeks ago, or if it was last week, I can't even remember, where I said that Green Bay could lose one game and win the rest just as an FU. Yeah. They're losing another game. Arizona's winning this game. Wow, okay. I say Arizona because I'm pretty sure they lost Devontae Adams, and I think they lost their number two wide receiver, too. I thought I read that somewhere. They lost their second quarterback. Their backup that they just drafted this year was the other one that caught COVID. I saw that uh, a few hours before we started recording. So I'm going to pick Arizona because I think... If one or two people caught it, maybe more are going to come out in the next coming days. So I'm going with Arizona. Arizona, Kyler Murray, D Hop, Zach Ertz. Oh, there it is. No need to be. Made. There it is. There it is. Zach Ertz. Yeah. Didn't even have to say anyone else. No need to say anymore. No, you just yeah. skipped. You just like. Zach Let's put him in the middle so it doesn't sound so suspicious. Yeah, exactly. I didn't put him in the front. <laughs> hey, fine. Chase Edmund. <laughs> um, Angela's going with the Cardinals as well. 
Um, I'm going to go with the Cardinals as well in this game. Um, like everything you guys are talking about, COVID, Zach Ertz. <laughs> <laughs> well, more like Kyler Murray and D-Hop and Chase Edmonds and Zach Ertz. <laughs> um, Sunday, Carolina taking on Atlanta. Uh, in Atlanta, I have Atlanta winning this game. I got Atlanta too. Wow. Okay. I guess we're going to go with all clean sweeps right now because it's oh, well. all Atlanta because – Carolina is not showing they, anything. He's CM, seeing ghosts. CMC is not coming back because every time he steps on the field, he just hurts something else. Mm-hmm. And that, that Carolina defense that we were talking up four weeks ago mm-hmm. isn't stopping anybody. I know. And Zach Wilson's again throwing back to ghosts. Yeah. And it's Halloween. Yes. yes. Tennessee taking on Indianapolis in Indy. I have the Titans winning this game of the NFC AFC, AFC South. South. <laughs> I got the Titans winning this game as well. That's four in a row there. All right. I got the Titans as does Angela. All right. The Miami Dolphins taking on the Buffalo Bills. We probably have another sweep here. <laughs> the Buffalo Bills. The Bills. Yep, I'm going to go with Mitchell Trubisky and the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> <laughs> Not Josh Allen. Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, give me some Mitch. <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals taking on the New York Jets. Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals. Uh, yeah, that would make four for that one as well. <laughs> the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Cleveland Browns. I have the Cleveland Browns. It was a tough pick, but I'm picking the Browns as well. And we've got another four there. The Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Detroit Lions. I've got Philly. I got the Lions winning this game. You are on an island. I am oh on my an God. island. You are on an island. This I'm is incredible. Like Angela has taken the Lions. I told you the Eagles are tanking. They're losing this game. They're the Lions have shown more gusto this season than the Eagles have. They really have. I it, can agree with that. It's just one of those things. I just think everything. But I've been crucified every single week since I picked against Philly. I know you have. <laughs> I'm going to continue to crucify you into sucker losses. So I'm going to try to do. Oh, because I need to make well, up. Right now, round. it doesn't fucking matter. We only <laughs> have one difference. It does. Okay, that's one. And if I could do that for the rest of the season, I could catch up. Um, but the way, the way I look at it, is if the Lions are going to play the way that they did against the Rams, mm-hmm. which is steal possessions. I think they're looking at every team as, okay, they're, yeah, they're all better than us, <laughs> so we need to steal possessions. And I think they can steal possessions from the Eagles. I don't, And they I don't know if the Eagles could come back. Philly, probably. Yeah. And, and the thing is, I think if the Lions get up, like you said, I don't think the Eagles can come back. I don't think the, the Eagles, Eagles have shown can... that if they fall behind, they can't get back. But I don't think we're going to fall behind. Okay. That's, I don't know, they, that's my main thing. Miles Sanders, didn't he... Um... Get carted out with an injury, so now they're down a running back. They got Boston Scott still. They oh, got Kenneth true. Gainwell. We've still got some bodies back there. Okay. I mean, we've been thrown through the air so much more this year. We've got Goddard downfield. Yeah. We've got. I like when Hurts uh, throws it, under throws it. Yeah. Right to the DBs. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless. <laughs> I mean, the Lions DBs aren't really going to catch them, but it is what it is. It'll at least knock it down. Yeah. Los Angeles Rams taking on the Houston Texans. Probably another <laughs> clean sweep. L.A. Rams. Oh, yeah. Go Rams. Texans. No, Rams. <laughs> San Francisco 49ers taking on the Chicago Bears. I've got the Chi-Town Bears. I have the 49ers, 49ers winning. Island. Really? The only one with the 49ers. Angela's taking the Bears as well. And, I mean. It was the last you, game you, I picked. You do realize I'm going down with this ship, right? Like, I'm the I'm like the band on the Titanic. I am playing that cello. And <laughs> as I, you're going down. I'm going down. <laughs> I do not care. This is, wait, is, is Jimmy G playing in this game? Are they going to play Trey Tra- Tra- 
uh, Trey Lance. Oh, he was listed as questionable. Okay. So I'm not sure. Uh, I'm I would I'm thinking see, as Jimmy G's playing. I would love to see Fields versus Lance. That'd be, be fun. Ooh, that'd be fun. That'd be that would be a good fun. game. I think I think the big um, battles in this game though mm-hmm. are going to be Nick Bosa versus the Bears offensive line and Khalil Mack yeah. versus Against the 49ers offensive yeah. line. That's true. And I think whoever makes the bigger whoever wins that battle, yeah, is really what's going to drive this game. I think so. Yeah, because the offenses are both offenses are questionable. Whoever, whoever gets rushed uh, too much, whether or not if if Jimmy or Trey gets hurried up more yep. than Fields, yep. whoever can sit in the pocket longer should win this game. Mm-hmm. Chicago, let Justin throw the ball ten times. And just run the ball. Period. Done. <laughs> Thank you. New England Patriots taking on the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers, I believe, are coming off a bye. They're going to run away with this game. I have the Chargers winning this game as well. I know when my team is my team is down so and she's out. She's smart. She doesn't get put into peer pressure. <laughs> uh, just, <laughs> I get crucified just, for picking Philly. I just peer pressure you into it. <laughs> um, I mean, I'd pick Philly over Detroit anyway. Yeah. Um, this is a sweep. We all have the Chargers as well. Understandable. Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle. I got the Seahawks. I got Seahawks too. I mean, is I feel like this is a game the Jags could Fuck win. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Jags. Okay. I'm gonna take the Jags in this game. All right. You all can take the Seahawks. I will stand on my island on this game. I think I, they could win this game. They though. could win this game. I if think, Urban Myers isn't kiddly fiddling I think, I the, think, the people in I Seattle. I think because he has to leave on the plane so early on Saturday, he yeah. can't get to the clubs. Cross country. Jackson, he has to be across. Let's do this. <laughs> let's, let's go, Goldilocks. <laughs> Tampa Bay taking on the New Orleans Saints, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I got Tampa Bay, too. I got Tampa, and Angela has the Saints. Wow, I'm ready. Angela t- is on, a, on an island. On island on her own. So right now, all of us are on an island. I'm on a Philly island. You're on San Fran island. Mm-hmm. You're on Give Jacksonville island. <laughs> <laughs> and she's on New Orleans island. Washington football team taking on the Denver Broncos. I got the Broncos in this game. Home I got field the advantage. Yep. It's a clean sweep. It's the Broncos. Dallas Cowboys taking on the Minnesota Vikings. We know Dave loves his Kirk Cousins <laughs> and Kirk he trusts. I've got Dallas. I got Dallas. Clean sweep. Yeah. New York Giants taking on Kansas City Chiefs on Monday night. It's a toss-up, but it's Kansas City. I originally picked Kansas, but I'm changing it on the spot. I'm picking the Giants. High five! Daniel Jones, I'm back! Especially if you. especially if Pat Mahomes doesn't play. That's even more so. I was doing it with Pat Mahomes playing, but Daniel I, Jones I think... Is... Game-winning play is Daniel Jones is going to throw the ball. It's going to get batted in the air by He's going to catch it himself. He's going to catch it himself and score a touchdown. And he's going to run 70 yards for it. Yes. He's not going to trip. Until he gets in the end zone. He's going to make it to the end zone. and He's going to trip into the end zone. Blow his ACL and the season's (laughs) over. (laughs) What a way to go out. Um, Angela has taken the Chiefs in this game, so you're not by yourself. Not on my own. But this is one that really could determine the week for everybody. It's kind of an interesting game for Monday night. Yeah. I'm it's excited. It's a very interesting game for I Monday night. I bet when they night. made this it's, schedule, it's... they're like, the Giants should be good. The Chiefs will be great. Now they're looking at this schedule like, what? Damn it. This is a fuck. dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Uh, teams on by this week. We have the Baltimore Ravens, second place in the AFC North, and the Las Vegas Raiders, first place in the AFC West. 
Only that, two teams on a bye? Only two teams on a bye this week. I think wow. next week we've got six teams on a bye. Yeah, because wow. last week was five, Last week was six. six. Six, yeah, it has to be an even number. What am I talking um, about? The first bye was four. So it's four, six, two, four, uh, six, I believe. Okay. But we will see next week when we do our picks who is on bye and who is back. Well... I don't think I could fall out of first place, but you can catch up if you if you take these dubs. Come on, Daniel Jones. <laughs> Come on, Giants. Don't I swear I will drive to the Meadowlands. <laughs> I will find your locker room and I will steal all your shit. <laughs> so you can't play ever again. <laughs> if you screw me over again. I feel so jilted. <laughs> so jilted. Don't take us home, Dave. Yes. So um as you guys know, we appreciate you guys taking your time out, listening to us here on The Double Doink. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can feel free to reach out to any of us on our personal Instagrams. I am at DareLaufenDoink508. Josh? I am at TheJald, T-H-E-J-A-U-L-D, and Michaela is at? I'm at Mickey2Ys underscore 16. It's not Mickey2Ys, it's M-I-C-K-Y-Y Sorry. underscore 16. a little confusing. Just putting that out there, just <laughs> making clarifying. sure people know how to spell it. Yes, <laughs> Who the fuck knows how to spell Laufen? L-A-U-F-E-N. Thank you. Okay, okay well, if we're going to do it, Dare, D-E-R, underscore, Laufen, L-A-U, F E N underscore I did <laughs> Doink D O I N K underscore five zero eight. That's yes. very long. It is. I, it used to just be. Uh, it used to be the running doink, right? It used to be um, Dave, Dave the, the doink. doink. Dave the doink. Yeah, I and switched then, it. And then Derloff and Doink is the running doink yeah. in German. Yeah, just because you know I run a lot. <laughs> yeah, you're on what, 130 something, 140 something days. Uh yesterday was 128, tonight will be 129. Yeah. Um I just finished my second marathon, second in marathon in two, two consecutive weeks. weeks. Awesome. I have another marathon on Halloween. I have another marathon That's November crazy. 7th. I have another marathon possibly on Jesus. the 21st. So yeah. Just hearing that makes me tired. It doesn't make me tired. I love it. Especially after this week, a little pat on my own back here. You know, I finally broke PR. The PR. 323 I'm very happy with that I did not expect it but when you show up late to a race and you nearly shit yourself before you stop the race anything's gonna <laughs> you be have better. a reason to go <laughs> yeah you do so again we appreciate all the um, feedback you guys give to us we appreciate the listens questions comments concerns you know to reach out to us there you can also reach out to us at the double doink network mm-hmm. um you know you can hear us on any form of your uh Apple Podcasts, Spotify, yes. iHeart, Podbean, um, Av- uh, Avalanche, I think is one of them. I've never I, even I heard of these. So many There's of so many podcasting apps. Anywhere Appar- you can find your apparently favorite. Apparently we're famous, though. Lexi thinks we're famous because we're on iHeart Radio. I know, right? We're, I, you are famous. We're, we're on iHeart. Yeah, we're on iHeart. We um, heart you guys. heart you all. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, but this has been a Double Doink Network production. I have been Dave. I have been Josh. She has been. been Michaela. And we have two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out. Doinks out.